0: Welcome back to the Over the Border Podcast, I'm your host Justin, welcome to episode 17 and I'm here as usual with the boys Kyle and Ryan. Kyle, we'll start with you, how are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling pretty good, you know we're coming off a great Super Bowl that we got to watch on Sunday. Um, I was on the right side thankfully, so happy about that. Obviously the spread didn't hit but my future hit, so happy about that. But at the same time a little bit sad that the NFL season is now officially over, um, so don't have that to look forward to. But... We got to start looking ahead to things like the NHL playoffs and March Madness. So there is good stuff around the corner. Ryan, how are you feeling?
2: Mixed feelings, as always. always. Saturday, United, of course, tie. typical United. But then Sunday, great Super Bowl. Tails always fails now. Called the first play. It's going to be a run. But other than that, United played again on Tuesday and actually won a bloody game. So positive vibes out of me. No NFL. It's sad. Cooper Cup MVP. Only, I think, the sixth wide receiver ever. So good for him. But uh, hey, we got a solid episode coming up. I Before we get like, into oh, this. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. I just
0: had to talk about my vibes here. Uh, my vibes are pretty high. Uh, but you know what? I'll, actually, I'll just throw it to Kyle and let you know why my vibes are high.
1: Take it away, bud. Before we get into this week's episode, a quick recap of picks from last week. I went three and four, I'm at 50% overall. Ryan went 2 and 1. He's at 49.3% overall and Justin, huge week for him. Got to give him credit since I shit on him so much. 7 and 1. That's well done, talking. sir. Well done. Thanks. I really appreciate Indeed. it. I mean,
0: uh Yeah, I was getting a lot of shit last week for uh, you know, if things didn't go well, I was going to have a shitty Super Bowl, but I think Kyle can attest to it that whether the Bengals won or lost really wouldn't have made a break my made or broken my day. Made or break, make or break. Make you know, you know, you know. What I'm trying it, yeah. to say because I had like 20 different prop bets going. It was it was insane. It was hard to keep track of. Every time I won one, I shot up off the couch. We had a big bet board going. Anyway, vibes were high. I'm hoping to keep carrying the momentum, but I'm also sad that the NFL season's over.
2: It's sad. It's a sad time. It's uh, sure. And then usually when the NFL season's finishing at this point, us baseball guys were looking forward to it. Catchers and pitchers would have reported. But the lockouts out. Uh, lockouts happening. It's just sad times right now.
1: Finish off the picks recap. <laughs> um, <laughs> Justin's at 50.8 percent overall. As a pod, we went 12 and six last week, so huge week. And all time, we are 49.85 uh, percent. Let's get into the episode. <laughs>
0: All right, we're going to start this week's episode with Coast to Coast, recapping news from across Canadian sports. As always, we will start by recapping the NHL records. The Canucks are 22-21-6. The Oilers are 26-18-3. The Calgary Flames, 27-13-6. They actually just made a trade with the Montreal Canadiens.
2: Hey, you know what? The Flames, they're buzzing. And with this trade, the city's buzzing. Everyone's pumped. Not gonna lie, when I heard Tafoli got traded, it's kind of sad because I'm seeing the Habs against the Flames in a couple of weeks. But then, as I read more into it, oh, I traded to the Flames. I'm seeing the guy play. He's in his debut. Apparently, him and Lou are good buddies. I didn't know that. So hopefully, I bump into them uh, going out downtown. All right. Oh, well, why don't we
1: why don't we talk about this trade a little bit? What did you guys think of it?
2: So
0: I'd like to start off by saying I actually think that the Habs won this trade.
1: I don't think. I gotta say that I'm with you. I think they overpaid for Toffoli. I mean, I know he's playing on a he was playing on a shitbag team with, uh, you know, with nobody around him on the Habs. But I gotta say, a first, a fifth, a prospect, and another player—that's a pretty hefty price to be paying. Yeah, Ken was making a
2: a statement in Montreal early.
0: Yeah, I mean, like the Habs season is a wash anyway. Nobody's gonna want to stick around. Why not trade an older guy? Not saying that Tyler Toffoli on the tail end of his career, even though, you know, it's probably...
2: Isn't he a former 67? He is a former yes, 67. He is. Anyway. My so p- is Sean Monahan It's a fact. Just, fuck, just a, a bunch of former 67s out here.
0: Yeah, my point being that I think Toffoli's value wasn't as great as the first, but Montreal got, but the, on, Montreal got that done. So credit on the other credit side of the prospect it,
1: he's supposed to be pretty good, eh? Yeah, that's what I heard too. But and on the other side of it, um, Calgary's getting a guy that's proven that he can be a goal scorer. That's true. He's also locked up on a contract for like three or four more years or something like that. So it's it's a guy that they're guaranteed to have for a while. So I think if Toffoli pans out, I mean, there's a case we made that they won the trade. But as of right now, it definitely does look like the
2: Canadians won. Yeah, well, they're def the Flames are definitely going to be a playoff team. So just adding that depth. Yeah, you know, I was exactly. watching TSN this morning before going to work. Craig Bunn and Jalen Wright were talking about it. They said, the Flames have four lines now, and that's what you They've always
1: struggled with goal scoring, and so I
2: think this will help them quite a bit. Yeah, and goalie in Markstrom, so you've you've got a brick wall in the back.
0: It's true. Well, I mean, speaking of helping them in the playoffs, the Flames actually now sit atop the Pacific Division um, with a few games in hand. They've played the least amount of games in the Pacific. Uh, They've played 46, and every other team's played either 47, 48, or 49. So, I mean... Uh, things are looking good in Calgary right now, but uh, yeah, we'll see how it, how Tyler Toffoli can pan out. Um, the Winnipeg Jets now, 2018 18 and 8 The Ottawa Senators are 17-25-1. And, and I just wanted to note that full capacity in Ontario could come back on March 1st. So fingers crossed, we've got that to look forward to if you live in Ontario. So maybe Melnick can uh, grease his pockets a little bit starting on March 1st. The Leafs are 31, 12, and 3. And going back to a team that we've already talked way too much about, the Habs are 8, 33, and 7.
2: Can I actually bring up a little, I don't know, bet uh, among the boys here? I'm seeing the Habs beginning of March. What are the odds of them getting over 10 wins by that time? From now until March? So the game that I see them at the beginning of March. Mm. Oof. You think the Habs will have ten wins, or even more than ten wins? Mm,
1: Wait, you're betting I the under. Say... I, I might. What what date is March? Are you seeing them?
2: Right, let, let me look this up.
1: March third. Oh, I would say that the over, over, uh, nine point five wins would be set at plus one
2: thirty.
1: Wow, that's what I would set the line at.
2: The Habs do play the Sens in that time. Habs have struggled against the Sens in that time.
1: I <laughs> oh, struggle recently. against
2: everybody. <laughs> it, very true. I'm just saying, I'd be shocked if the Habs had more than ten wins. I and, you agree. know what's fine, because as I've said for the last two three months, and we were the Shane first Wright. overall pick. If it's Shane Wright at this point, I don't even I don't even care. I just want us to be bad again next year for Connor Bernard. That's a fact. That's it's, a a fact. <laughs> it's a two-year
1: tank. <laughs> it's a, it's a two-year
2: plan. St. Louis coming in and telling the boys, "Okay, be sure for the rest of the year and next year, we need to bring in some solid guys." All right. Well,
0: let's shift gears. It's enough about the fucking haps. um <laughs> The Canadian and U.S. Uh, men's hockey teams were both eliminated in the quarterfinals. Of, what a uh, joke. the fake tournament because the NHL players didn't go. So it's just, you know, it's completely irrelevant. My life's not changed. Your life's not changed. I mean, it would have been nice to see Canada get a gold medal. But that's more they for They didn't the...
1: even score a goal today. They lost 2-0 to Sweden. It was like 0-0 until 10 minutes left in the third. Just just a joke. We could have been watching the best players in the world play. And instead we have, you know, these guys who are barely <laughs> AHLers. It It sucks. Yeah.
0: But, on a more positive note, the Canadian women's hockey team plays the U.S. tonight, so at least there's that to look forward to. That level of competition didn't change and Canada's looked fucking unbelievable. So, good luck to them. Um, Overall in the Olympics, Canada sits 11th in total gold medals. They only have 3, but they have 18 total, 3 gold, 4 silver and 11 bronze. And, we are going to shift now into a new segment, if you will, or a new sport that has hit the board. Kyle, take it away, bud.
1: All right, well, with the NFL ending, um, we're obviously looking for more stuff to bet, and unfortunately, I'm not a big soccer guy like Ryan. I'm not betting all these across-the-pond leagues, but I found a little domestic league that I'm going to try and get into, kind of similar to how I got into the Canadian Premier League, even though it's soccer, but national lacrosse league. We're going to start with three picks this week. Dip our toes in the water and just see how it goes. Expanding. Don't know anything about it. I will preface that. I don't know a single thing. I barely know the team names. But we're going to see how it goes because I didn't know shit about CPL and it went well. Uh, first play, we're going with Vancouver. money line 115 against Calgary. Um, next play, we're going with Buffalo. Minus 1.5 at minus 115 against Albany. And then Halifax, minus 1.5 at plus 105 against Georgia. Let's see how we do. Uh, I'm feeling good. Let's get some winners and maybe this will uh, be uh, a recurring I want, to see
2: how, I want to see how this goes because yeah, you I'm know, if, if you it. sweep, you can call yourself the goat of the National Lacrosse League because I don't think I've seen a single Exactly.
1: Exactly, lacrosse.
2: You know, lacrosse is kind of electric, so I might have to even tune into
1: some of these games and just – Check it out. I might
2: have to be your uh, your Calgary source. You know, go to these games. And yeah, these you games do. Games. It's
1: actually uh, it's at home against uh, Vancouver, so you should go and let me know.
0: One of uh, mine and Ryan's neighbors at university currently plays in the uh, National Lacrosse League. Shout out Sam Firth of the Colorado Mammoth.
2: Bam. I did not know that. Yeah. Bam. Good for him. So there you go. Shout, um... shout out Bishop's <laughs> University for just being absolute studs. Yeah.
0: Facts. All right. Moving along to the NHL news and picks. Kyle, why don't you take it away?
1: All right. Well, a couple things to report. First of all, drew Doughty playing in his, in his 1000th game last night. Um, he was playing it in Edmonton. I don't know if you guys saw it, but there's a funny clip of him basically just speaking during yeah. the ceremony and saying yeah. like, don't worry, this will all <laughs> oh, be over legend. soon. Thanks and the crowd was loving it. They were joking. It was, a it was a good way to do it, even though it was on the road, which kind of sucks. Uh, uh, but congrats to him. Obviously, a great career. Um, Crosby finally pots his 500th goal uh, in a huge comeback against the Flyers, who are a joke in organization, just like the Canadians. Uh, yeah, moving you, on. You,
2: you got screwed over on that uh, on that Crosby. Yeah, game I know. I thought for sure that he was going to... Looking back at it, Sons. two away games and then one at home versus the Flyers. Crosby clearly was, wanted to do it at home.
1: Yeah, I know. He was just saving his goal for the Flyers and just to crush them, but... Unfortunately, Bad Bad for sure. Uh, some other news. We talked about last week that Eichel's returning soon. Well, tonight he makes his return. Um, he's going to be playing against the uh, Colorado Avalanche. should be a great, great game. Very much looking forward to it. On another note, in order to bring Eichel into the lineup, the Knights placed Mark Stone on long-term injury, uh, the long-term IR, um, for an unknown upper body injury. It's pretty funny because they're clearly just doing it to circumvent the cap, um, just like the Tampa Bay Lightning did for Kucherov. Smart move by them. A lot of people hate it, but, I mean, they're not doing anything outside of the rules. And so, you know, credit to them for being smart enough to pull that move out. But the NHL is definitely going to have to change the rules soon because, you know, the the team shouldn't be able to do that. I don't know how you guys feel about it.
0: Uh, I I don't like it. I think... uh... I don't know. I think it enables teams to do what Tampa did last year, which is just kind of hide your black ace and then just pull them out come playoff time and be over the cap and just roll teams. It's kind of unfair. Salary caps in place for a reason. At the end of the day, the regular season doesn't mean all that much. It all happens. It all all that matters is what happens come the playoffs, and that's when the salary cap really should mean something. When your eight or nine, ten million dollar guys are gonna return to the lineup and show out when you got fucking five or six of those guys that can just fill the net, it's unfair.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree that it's unfair, but at the same time, they're not doing anything that's against the rules. So it's the NHL that needs to step in. Yeah, the, and like no, I agree. I, I,
0: I agree. I think it's a – I don't I don't. I don't blame any teams for doing it. If if my team was in a situation where they could do it and didn't, I would be pissed that they didn't do it. I just think that it's it's a loophole that is very well known at this point. They need to do something yeah. about it.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. So I'm sure I'm sure it's going to be changed soon now that they're seeing another team doing this. But anyways, one last bit of news to report. There was a rumor earlier this week that Marc-Andre Fleury was uh, said to be interested by the Golden Knights. Um, rumors that they were going to trade for him because Robin Leonard's injured and go back to the tandem they had. And you don't see this very often, but almost immediately, the Golden Knights GM, Kelly McCrannan, Came out to the media and shut down the rumor. I thought that that was very weird and not something that I had seen before. Yeah, me neither. To be honest. Wow,
2: great conversation. Sorry, I don't really freak, have a date. That, I just don't really. Uh, I'm not too bothered by it. I'm. Uh, no, this if you just gotta do what you gotta do to stay under the cap. We <laughs> moved on from that. All righty, so. Good
1: talk. <laughs> talk.
2: Alright, well let's shift gears here
0: and let's get into some NHL picks. I'll lead us off. I've got the Pens, plus 140 against the Leafs. This is just a fuck you to the Maple Leafs. And then I've got the Russian Olympic Committee versus Sweden in the semifinals of the Olympics. This is men's hockey. I don't know if the KHL is argued as one of the better leagues in the world. Show me why.
2: Honestly, I only got two picks in the NHL. Uh One. I am going with the Sabres. feel like the line's a trap. Heard it from uh, D-Gen Picks, so I'm going to back him. The Sens, you know, they've been rolling. They've been being good teams, and they're plus odds here against the Sabres. Jeff Skinner's hot. Give me the Sabres. And then Jackets, same reason as Kyle. Plus odds. Give me it. I've got two plays as well. First play, we're going with
1: Islanders' money line, minus 115 against Boston. Public's going to be heavy to Boston. Boston's missing Bergeron, Marshall, um, they're dealing with some issues, and uh, I just like the Islanders here. I think the Islanders are starting to find their stride. Obviously, they're having a very tough season, but I like them in this spot here. Second play, as Ryan mentioned, also going with Blue Jackets money line plus 135 against Chicago. Seems like a very fishy line. It could very well be walking into a trap. Chicago starting this goalie who only has one start, but you know I'll gladly walk into an NHL trap with plus 135 odds. So. That's what we're going with in the in the NHL.
0: All right. Now, let's shift into some NFL talk. The last time we will be touching on the NFL for the 2021-2022 season. And the Los Angeles Rams are the Super Bowl champions. Let's give it up for the Rams. That's oh, just a sad clap. All right. Well... <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, I painted the board with props. I had a good I had a good time in the, watching the Super Bowl with the lads, but kind of sad to see uh, the Rams win. I mean, either way, there was some good storylines to come of it. Either Joe Burrow, oh my God, what a stud, he got a Super Bowl, or Matt Stafford finally gets the one he deserves, and fuck, Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in the world. Those are my key takeaways. Changed my mind.
1: Yeah, no, I have to agree with you there. Um, I was. It was a pretty good game overall. I thought, saw a lot of people online saying they didn't enjoy it that much, but I thought it was good. Came down right to the end. Unfortunately, the Bengals couldn't put a drive together to tie it. I was convinced it was going to overtime, but uh, it didn't. The Rams won. I won my future, which was pretty sick. Uh, we got to see a really good halftime show. I thought Cooper Cup deserved the MVP. I thought he was going to win it. And yeah, overall, I think it was a pretty decent game, and I look forward to the next uh, NFL season. Yeah, I'm fired up. Draft season no, next. No, it, it was
2: a good game. Yeah. Donald, it was just Joe Burrow could, had to make a big play at the end. Rams defense was just too good.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, when you did the guy off, it's just like, it's impossible to say that the Bengals yeah, all just those... weren't outmanned. It was crazy. Yeah, there was were just even in the game. Way,
1: way more better players on the Rams, and it obviously caught up to them. And I mean, I think this is one of the first times that we've seen a team just Basically buy a championship. You know, the Rams yeah, signed all those literally. free yeah. agents and bought themselves into a championship. Uh, I don't think that can happen in many sports. Like, I know in NHL that would never work, but it was kind of cool to see that happen in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Let's just let's shift gears here and let's get into some NBA talk. Kyle, what do you have?
1: At one play in the NBA, we're going to go with the New Orleans Pelicans plus 2.5 against Dallas. Just a fade spot here. Pelicans starting to find their stride. At home, we'll take them plus 2.5 against Dallas. Moving on to college basketball, I have a couple of plays here. First one, California Moneyline against Colorado. This is just going to be a fade spot. Not a whole lot of explanation behind it. And my second play, DePaul, minus 3, versus Creighton. Uh, DePaul has been a team that's kind of had a disappointing season. They started very slow. Um, one of the worst teams at the spread, actually, so I don't love betting them. They've been disappointing, but they're playing a Creighton team who was ranked at one point and has really been on a downward trajectory. Paul is going to be on Creighton, and uh, I like DePaul minus three. I think they get their shit together and pull out a win.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with everything you just said about DePaul. I'm on them as well. Um, I've also got Washington plus nine and a half against USC. ASU plus three and a half against Oregon and Wichita State plus two and a half against Cincy. These are all public fade spots. And uh, let's see if I can keep my good week rolling. All right, we are now going to transition into the listener picks. Kyle, a lot of turnover. What the fuck is going on?
1: Yeah, unfortunately for John, the big streak comes to an end. We all saw the Super Bowl. OBJ gets hurt, non-contact play, and he was only at 52 yards, I think, uh John's over was like 64. Kind of inevitable to happen if OBJ doesn't get hurt. Very tough. Feel bad for you, John, but uh, too bad, so sad. That's the life of sports gambling for you. And Brian, what happened? What happened? I mean, I like the play Rams minus four, but streaks over before it even started, unfortunately. On the other hand, we got two more people coming in. Two new people, mind you. Two new People in the listener pick segment. First, Lastman picks. He's riding with UCF money line Ryan, do you want to
2: give the explanation behind this? you told me straight up, say these facts, even though there aren't great facts. He said, spit the facts. ECU's one and five on the road. UCF, six out of seven wins have come from home, although they are six and seven at home, uh, and then they're also seven and seventeen on the air. But rock. U no, it's not UCF. My bad. It's USF, University of South Florida.
1: Okay, so not University of Central Florida. All no, right, I, I, kind I of apologize. kind of key, kind of key. <laughs> no, it is huge.
2: No, because I, I looked it up and I was like, no, it is USF, not UCF. All right, well, good catch there. I, I had to. He would have been mad at me if I, if I gave the wrong play, <laughs> and the stats right. would have been very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to Lastman picks
1: with USF money line. Second person in the listener pick segment, first time, KK. He's going with Blues minus one point five with the stipulation he'll take Blues minus one point five tomorrow only if Huso is starting. If Bennington is starting, then he's going to take Iowa minus six. A little bit of controversy. We weren't sure if we we're going to let him do this, but we decided it's unfair if he doesn't know what goal he's starting. So we're going to allow him this. So once again, Blue's minus 1.5 if Huso is starting. And if not, he'll take Iowa minus 6. Good luck to you both. Hopefully one of you can get a streak going.
0: Yeah, let's see if someone can replicate John's little run there. And maybe someone can even get to the coveted 5 streak and get a hoodie or a sweater. All right, let's uh, jump into the... Uh, Your favorite... Ban- oh, uh, the... Nah, nah, the uh, nah. Nah. See
2: you later, Jeremy.
0: Thanks, boys. Thanks, Thanks for having me. It, it was a pleasure. Uh, someone uh, bringing home and you, can't send tell. You, send you some money.
2: Oh yeah, we, you, can't we tell yeah, Kyle, Justin... Kyle, you have to you have to introduce it now. Yeah, I got to take it over
1: now. I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah, you, you can't tell segment. Justin, unfortunately, eliminated. From the $100 bankroll challenge, he put it all on Bengals' money line. Obviously, they didn't get it done. Credit to him. He had a great run going 13 and 28 <laughs> overall. <laughs> it was destined but no, to be It's a banging uh, record. It just comes down to Ryan and myself. And it's going to be a tight race after last week. Na- yep, last week, I went 1-1, one one, putting me at $68.99. Uh, Ryan 0-4, putting him at 87 Sixty-nine, very close race, and a reminder: whoever wins does get hundred dollars. It's a competition between the three of us, now down to two. Ryan, why don't you take it away here?
2: Well, I see that's what happens when you go with parlays. You know, it's been working out for me for quite a while now. But yesterday, uh, last week, all all four of our plays went one of two. All the parlays was a disaster. But we stick with the same system. First yeah, I was play five dollars. Liverpool team total over one and a half. They're playing the worst or the second worst team in the league in Norwich at home. At Anfield, fans will be behind them. They'll score three. And then Leeds play United. This is going to be a fucking crazy game. I don't know who's going to win. So I'm going with over two and a half parlay. It could be a two two. could be a five nothing United if Ronaldo wants. I doubt it. But partly those two for basically almost plus 100 minus 102. Only $5. Our second play is Real Betis' first half, over half. Parlay that with Barcelona over one and a half goals, minus 130. A bit juicy. But La Liga in Spain, they've been rocking some goals. I think we see some $10 on there. And then the last play we have is an all Milan parlay. This is Zlatan Ibrahimovic parlay. Team total of both teams, Inter Milan and AC Milan, over one and a half, minus 112, $10 spray i'm hoping for i'm looking for a bounce back Hi, right, kyle what do you got
1: all right so i got three players this week new strategy i didn't really love the board a lot this week so i decided to bet all nhl i'm not the greatest at nhl but we're going with three dogs hopefully the dogs are barking first we're going with the seattle kraken money line plus 170 against the jets i just think that they're overpriced here that's a lot, and the Jets will be on a back-to-back, and their records are pretty similar, so I'll gladly take them at plus 170. Columbus money line for $5 at plus 135. Talked about that earlier. Could be a trap, but I'll take them. And then my third play will be Canucks money line plus 100 for $5 against the Sharks. Um, the Sharks have not been good as of late. Canucks are fighting to try and make a playoff spot, so I'll ride with those three dogs, and let's move on to the lock of the week.
0: Alright, yeah, let's get into everybody's favorite segment The Lock of the Week It was kind of tough for me having to sit out that entire segment But whatever,
2: back and better than get, ever get, get used to it It's, it's going to stay like that for a while
0: Yeah, whatever man Pick a winner in the Lock of the Week, maybe Alright, <laughs> I got a push Kyle got a win And Ryan got a loss That brings me to 9-5-1 and one. Ryan, 6-9, nice, and 1 he And knows. then Kyle is sitting at 8-7 and seven. To kick us off I'm going to take the Ottawa Senators. You know what? (laughs)
1: Shocker. There's nothing that I liked on the board, so
0: I'd rather go with the devil that I know than the devil that I don't know. So I'm going to take the Sens. They're missing a lot of key pieces. So Kyle thinks it's a trap taking the Sens. I think it's actually a trap if you take Buffalo. The Sens are so hurt. They're basically playing with an AHL roster. The fact that you can get them only at even money is insane. So I think it's a trap. Give me the Sens. Plus 100 against the Sabres.
1: All right. Well, I, as I said, I don't really love the slate this week. Kind of found it hard to pick a lock of the week, but I decided to dip my feet back into college basketball. It's treated me well this year. And so we're going to take Arizona State plus 3.5 playing against Oregon. I think it's a bit of a trap game here. Public will be heavy to Oregon. Uh, Arizona State only has eight wins. Oregon has like 17 both or sorry maybe Oregon has 13 but either way both these teams have been disappointing this year both had high expectations Oregon has had some bad losses Arizona State has been flat out quite bad but they've won a few more games recently think they can figure it out and uh, I think they upset Oregon here so I'll take Arizona State plus
2: 3.5 of course although we are on a four game losing skid here I'm going to turn it around here I know I am it international break. That was, my, that was my excuse. Last week, though, heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. VAR always has to come and ruin it. Was, it was honestly millimeters offside. It was so close. Even the guy after they called the goal back, the goal scorer, was complaining so much, he got a yellow card. I like you, Cruz. Anyways, we're going back to Across the Pond. Yesterday, I learned the difference between a train and a boat. I wrote this song before that.
0: Train on the water, boat on the track. Train on the water,
2: boat on the track. We are going with some Europa League action. This game's tomorrow. Zenit in the Russian Premier League. They've been off for a couple weeks, but they get back next week in their their domestic league. But they play tomorrow against Betis. Take the over two and a half minus one ten. Zenit in European competitions, at home, it's a goal fest. I'm telling you, Poon runs this thing over here. He wants goals. Zenit. Sorry, won- Poon runs-, runs this thing. Did I did I hear that yep. correctly? Yeah, you you heard that right. Poon okay. runs any game that happens in Russia. So Zenit okay. will Zenit won't lose. So if Betis scores two goals, expect Zenit to score at least two goals. This game's going over. Give me the over two and a half minus one ten.
0: All right. Well, as usual, thank you all for listening and be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at OverborderPod. Life's a gamble. Just
2: want to put the house on it.